0: Welcome to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your next step coach, Adonis Lindsay. Hey, everybody, it's Adonis Lindsay. Welcome to Next Steps to Better Days. Always, always excited to have you guys join in. And uh, a huge shout out and a big thank you to all my subscribers and faithful listeners out there. Thank you guys so much for helping me to continue to spread the word about Next Steps to Better Days. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that. And I'm excited to bring this podcast to you today. We've got a very special guest in the studio. Her name is Kim Harmon. She's an author and uh, just released a brand new book called fall forward and you guys I'm telling you listen get ready because I know this is going to help you as we uh, open this up and begin to hear more about her story and one of the the things or the reasons why I started this podcast was to help people take some next steps to better days to help people move forward and you know sometimes in life you know things happen and we get gut punched and and maybe we get hurt by a family member, a coworker, friend, and uh, it leaves a, a hurt deep within our heart. And so, but here's the deal, you can't stay there. Uh, you can't stay stuck in unforgiveness. It will keep you from taking those next steps to move forward. And so that's why I'm excited to have Kim Harmon. You're going to enjoy uh, this podcast. And I'm telling you, get ready because she's got an amazing story. Kim, thank you so much for coming out to the studio today. It's an honor and privilege to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me, Adonis.
0: And that was a long drive. I know you you drove out here to the studio, but you enjoyed it.
1: I did. It's a beautiful drive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, Kim, you know, I I said it earlier that, you know, we get gut Punched in life and things begin to happen. And so, uh, when I was reading your book, uh, excellent book by the way, Kim, fantastic book, Fall Forward. And uh, I'm holding it right here in my hand. It's it's a beautiful book. And uh, man, if you, for your first book, this is outstanding, Kim. And so I know you're already getting great feedback uh, from people that that. Um, Uh, Pre-bought the book. And so, man, I'm telling you, it's going to help a lot of people move forward. And so uh, as I was reading it, Kim, and, you know, it it dealt more with just somebody being hurt by somebody calling your name or anything like that. But but this was a tragedy to where one of your family members killed another family member and who was your brother. And man, Kim, when that happened, as I was reading it in the book, it's like my heart just sank and it's like, wow, this is this is a, a deep wound. Uh, and so I don't want to give away too much because I, I, I want people to go buy this book. But Kim, when that when that happened and you got that phone call, tell us what exactly happened to you.
1: It was a Sunday evening, and I received a phone call saying that my only sibling, my brother, had been killed. he had been shot at the time of course, we did not know who that was. I remember telling my husband and uh, telling we needed to get with the family and uh, I remember I could not breathe Adonis i I just and I didn't automatically cry, um, but I just remember that I couldn't breathe i was I'm sure I was in shock at the time, but I'm sure um. As things came together, I had to call my parents, find them to let them know what had happened, and um, there were just so many things that happened that night when the family came together. My my mom, I remember at one point seeing her just shaking violently, um, just uncontrollably, and... And um, uh, the family was just broken, of course. Um, as days played out, we began to put the pieces together and realized that um, my nephew at age 17 was um, selling drugs mm. and had um, even stolen some of my brother's guns. And we didn't realize he was into that. And that Sunday afternoon on January 10th, he walked into the living room where my brother was ironing clothes and shot him in the back of the head. Wow. And um. Growing up in a family where everything's a fairy tale, my family, his family, my parents, the 10 of us would go on vacation together and everything was wonderful. That just, it all shattered. Yeah. And what do you do with that? Um, I just know that within two days, physically, even though I grew up in a Christian home, even though I grew up being in church, <laughs> yeah. I'm married to a pastor, and trust me, life, my life is not perfect, but <laughs> <laughs> being in church all my life, I physically felt the need to be at an altar. Wow. And that's where I came up with the title to fall forward. Wow. Um, Days to follow, I found out that, um, you know, my mom was praying, but my mom cannot even tell you the words that she prayed. Yeah. Um, My niece was praying, but um, her prayer, the very night that it happened, she went home. It was her father who was killed. She went home and she said, God, I like as a 19 year old, God, I like who I am. Please don't let me become bitter when I find out what all has happened wow and that you know
0: and, and kim that is so important right there mm-hmm. because you your mom all all the family went through a plethora of different yes. emotions and yes. you know and just like when life blindsides us you know we're going to always go through those emotions mm-hmm. and it's how we respond yes. uh even if we don't feel it in the moment yes. and but you know the thing I, I i like what happened to you is that you felt that need to get to God. Yes. As as quickly as you 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 could. And even with you know, you know, and I think a lot of people once again putting this in perspective is that you're dealing with the loss of a brother mm-hmm. and the potential anger of another family member, the nephew, and it's like, wow, that's like you know, it's totally outside of your ability to even comprehend how to deal with that. Yes. And so, you know, that's why, you know, I believe it's so important when, when things happen that not just rock your world, but turn your world upside down. And the only way you can move forward is to, to, to get to somebody who can help. And so, once again, that's where the title of this book came from. You were in that situation, I just got to get to the altar, and fall down, fall forward into uh, the help of God. So tell us a little bit about that, because once again, it's not Kim Harmon that was in her own strength, that was able to uh, find the strength to forgive, but somehow in that falling forward, uh, things begin to happen to you. So tell us a little bit about that, Kim, the process that you had to go through to to make sure, uh, kind of like the prayer that I believe you said your niece prayed. Don't let me get better over there. So tell mm-hmm. us and the listeners just a little bit about that process. What did you do to take those next steps?
1: Well, again, I you know I grew up in church, so I, I know I can pray anywhere. <laughs> I, I can pray right here. I can pray in my car. I can pray with my eyes closed anywhere. But there was something physically that there was a I needed to be at an altar. And I remember going to the altar and my husband being beside me two days into this, again, I'd, I'd been praying, but I wanted to get to the altar so that I could lay it down. There was yeah. a, it was just so heavy. Heavy, yes. Heavy. The burden, and, was, yeah. Yes. And even to this day, um, at one point, my mom had asked my dad, what did you pray when this was going on? And to this day, he can't even speak speak of it because it, his chin will just quiver. Wow. Because it's just that deep. When you've been hurt so deeply, yes, you don't have anywhere else to turn but to God. Somebody who is bigger than us, who can control what's going on, and I remember my prayer was, God, whatever happens, then having an idea of who it was, but not knowing who it was. Yeah. Whatever happens, God, you've got to be glorified in this. Mm-hmm. You've got to take this mess and make something of it because otherwise it's a mess. Yeah. I mean you have the loss I remember wanting so badly, even um, wanting to turn back time because I'm a fix it person, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I couldn't fix it. Oh, yeah. So I had to lay it on the altar. And so um, as days went forward and we found out, you know, who it was and what had happened, um, there were times that, you know, my parents wanted the family to come together again. But now my brother's not there. Yeah. Um, My nephew um, did show up sometimes uh, at the home and people would say, why are you inviting, you know, why are your parents having you over? Yeah, that's a, yeah. You know, well, what what are you going to do with the, the fallen one? Yeah. What are you going to do? Exactly. And, and I think we had talked about this before. It's not that we didn't take some practical steps. You know, we all put security systems in our home. We, yeah. all, we didn't have our, our, my nephew come live with us, but I wanted to welcome him yeah. to forgiveness, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise... I would spend the rest of my life putting a barrier between us and not offering him any hope. Yeah, and if he doesn't have any hope, he's going to continue to do, make bad yeah, choices. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I like what you said. You 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 invited him into your home, things mm-hmm. like that. So even in that, Kim, you know, sometimes I think we, on that journey to forgiveness, mm-hmm. our, our flesh may not feel like it, but mm-hmm. if, if we just take that step mm-hmm. and commit to the process of doing those things that are going to allow. Uh, God to work through you and to to do away with that that mm-hmm. whether it's bitterness, uh, anger, uh, any potential animosity, whatever that mm-hmm. is, uh, you know I think that's a huge step of of even the first step of just some sort of reconciliation mm-hmm. in that because you realize that that's still a family member that needs the hope of God yes. and the help of God and so but it's not easier said than done <laughs> you know you're sitting here with a smile on your face right now. <laughs> It is easier but said it,
1: than done because again, and um, and if you read the book, you'll see that there were dynamics in the courtroom. There were people who did things that may or may not should have happened that way. Yeah, and you've got a you've got a family that are victims um, sitting there, and they don't they don't understand what's happening in that courtroom. Yeah, and they're sitting there as victims, watching the dynamics. And um, the short of that is, Adonis, if we don't try to at least open ourselves up to some kind of healing then we're stuck. Yeah. And I yeah. just didn't want to be stuck. Exactly. Um, it, there's something to be said about having healthy boundaries with people who do hurt you. Um, oh, that's key. Can't and I've, talk. Even, yeah. I've even heard once um, that it said, forgiving isn't forgetting. It's just remembering and letting go. And I think wow, we can that's be, good. I think we can be smart about how we allow people who have hurt us to not hurt us again. But at the same time, give them that open the door that if they start to make good choices, if my nephew makes good choices, he is welcome to be at my home. Yeah. If he's not making good choices, he's not welcome to be at my home. Wow. You know, even for dinner or whatever. And the same thing for anyone else who hurts us in life. Find those healthy boundaries where you take care of yourself, but allow God to do some healing and still have a, an open door. For forgiveness. Yeah,
0: I love person. that, Kim. You man, you said a mouthful right there even with the with the boundaries and and you said something you said forgiveness isn't forgetting.
1: It's just remembering and letting go.
0: Remembering it's remembering and letting go. That mm-hmm. is so powerful right there. Mm-hmm. Uh because I think a lot of times people think differently of forgiveness and they think, Okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm put that in the sea of forgetfulness and, and that's in the word of God and I understand that, but yes. it's like it's like you want to remember, but you've let that go yes. so that you don't position yourself again to be hurt. Right. And I love that. I love that. But you know, once again, it's it's definitely not in your strength. And like you said, you were a fix it person and you just you realize, you know, this is way out of my control. And you know, I think a lot of things happen to us at times to where uh that's a that's a key uh in us moving forward is realizing it's out of my control. Because a lot of times, Kim, I think people Uh, different circumstances different situations but but they get hurt and they want to resolve it on their own they want to fix it they want to correct somebody they (laughs) you know and it's and i think the longer you stay in that mode the the deeper that wound goes and and it begins to turn into that bitterness and you find yourself in a in a deep dark place um beyond unhappiness, but it's just you're you're stuck. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why I like falling forward, Kim. It's Mm -hmm. just, uh, uh, I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to go – to her website and get this book and we'll tell you towards the end of this where you can go and get it but uh, it's just filled with your story of of offering somebody hope through through the the tragedy that you guys went through and the struggles that you went through but it's also leading people into a a victorious lifestyle over that uh circumstance or situation that happened that was out of their control. And, you know, Kim, you know, uh, another thing that I really enjoy about this book is that when I, when I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. And it's like chapter to chapter, I, I feel like, and I just want to thank you for uh just you being vulnerable and, and opening up yourself to where people can read this and, and You know, I like to say, and I'm a preacher, Kim. And you're married to a preacher, so you can get this. So, so a lot of times when I'm when I'm preaching a message, I always say, if we can step into the to the skin of this character. And I feel like this book allows people to step into the skin and the shoes of you. And, and, you know, no matter what they've gone through, uh, it may not be similar to your situation, but I believe this book will walk people through, uh, some next steps to forgiving people, letting go of the past and moving forward. And I always tell people this, it's like the thing I like about your story, you know, you said earlier, you know, God, if you don't use this for something, then it's just going to be a mess. And. The thing about a story, I say this all the time, everybody has a story. Some people hide their story. Some people regret their story. Some people are ashamed of their story. But some people tell their story. And it helps the lives of others, and I believe that's what you've done in this this amazing book. uh, When life knocks you down, fall forward. It's a story of struggle, strength, and true forgiveness uh, by Kim Harmon, first time author. Guys, you're gonna want to go get this book, Uh, Kim. uh, For the person that's out there right now, and I'm telling you, you know, it's I've, I've actually ever since I've read your book, when things happen to me, I go back to wait a minute. Kim got through this. Why am I complaining and stuck in this situation? (laughs) You know, uh, when somebody said they were going to do something and it didn't come through, it's like, why would I even try to let bitterness creep in my heart over that? But but this book, I believe Kim is going to be a reference point for a lot of people to say, well, if she went through all that and she's still standing and she's still walking in the love of God, uh, then I can too. Uh, so Kim, for the person that's out there right now, uh, that I know they're going to buy your book because <laughs> they've heard you, uh, but the person that's struggling right now, and they realize, even listening to us right now, they realize there's, they haven't truly forgiven. And they realize right now, not only are they remembering, but they're still holding on. And they're at a point, they don't know what to do. They've they've tried, and it's probably been years, but they've tried. And what advice or words of comfort and wisdom would you give that person to at least take some next steps to start letting things go?
1: First, I would say to give it to him. And second, I would say it's important to trust his timing.
0: Oh, that's good. You know,
1: two days in... Praying on the altar, I didn't have any answers. Yeah. I was still completely a broken mess. You know, and even talking to you today, this is eight years out. Yeah. You know, and I wrote the book, um, maybe year six and seven, somewhere in there. So this has been some time in processing, allowing God to um, work in me, mm-hmm. allowing God to allow me to see the potential and the and the hope. Um, so trust God's timing, because I, I think if we bring it to Him— and we will sometimes, you know, the verse to be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Sometimes if we'll just be still and know that he is God, he will give us those points that we know he's speaking to us. And he will give us that peace. He'll give us a way to wrap our mind around something, to um, to feel somewhat softer about someone. You know, there were times I could have said some really ugly, ugly things about some people that were involved in the situation. <laughs> That's just the truth of yeah, the matter. yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and even the reading the book, I think you'll um, laugh when I refer to some people. If all I can do is pray for their, what I call for their dirty, rotten soul. I may not still like them. I may still never want them. And I'm talking about other people that had a lot of dynamics in this situation. Yeah, I still can pray for their soul because no matter what, if I'm never around them again, I do care for their soul. I know God cares for their soul. And you know, Adonis, when it comes down to it, every one of us are broken yeah. and need to be rescued. So I am no better than my nephew who pulled the trigger. I am no better than the people who treated us different ways or asked questions or did things. I'm no better than that. I still have sin and I still have hurt yeah. people. So I have to realize that too and just allow God to, Micah 6.8 is one of my favorite, <laughs> to act justly. Yeah. And that's not always easy. Yeah. To love mercy. That's not always easy. easy. Yeah. But third, he requires us to walk humbly with him. Yeah. And I think when we walk humbly with him and allow him, he will show us how we can heal ourselves and then turn around and help others that are in the same situation to find healing and to find hope in what may appear to be a hopeless situation yeah,
0: that is so key. I love that you said you trust his timing mm-hmm. and allow him to take the time that he needs it's, it's not an overnight like you said when you when you fell forward at that altar, you were two days into it and, mm-hmm. and still no answers, no uh, reconciliation no, no no anything and and it's it's that timing and we always say that god's timing is perfect, but it it takes time for him to work out some things in you and you don't want to rush that process. No. Uh, you you want to allow him the timing that that he needs to make sure everything is out of you and it's and it's a journey and I and I love that because reading your book fall forward it's your journey uh, uh, Kim and I'm so you know I'm thankful you wrote it and I'm sure a lot of people that have read it or just man they they're they're drawing from it right now uh, and so you know one of the things I want to leave you guys with that have been listening thank you for just you know uh, being with us today but. It's no matter what, you know, happens to you uh, that is out of your control. There's there's a God out there mm-hmm. uh, that if you take those next steps and you begin to reach out to God and uh, because it's not in your own strength that you'll be able to to forgive in certain situations. And so you reach out to God and you get around some people uh, that, have, that have walked the journey before you. And Kim, that's what I love about fall forward. This is a journey that has been walked out and people will be able to use this uh as a as a reference as a resource to uh to compare their stories uh for lack of a better term and say wait a minute you know this is what she did in that situation. And my situation is not as bad as that situation. So I'm pressing into God. I'm going to take those mm-hmm. next steps. And uh, Kim, I'm so thankful you wrote this book. I know this was uh, something in you for a while. And uh, congratulations. I know it's a lot of work. And uh, especially as you were writing this, I'm sure uh, some of it could have been therapeutic as you were putting it.
1: <laughs> it was very therapeutic. Um, and But I did have a friend say, Kim, um, if you don't share it with people, how are you going to help anyone? Oh, wow. and you know, yeah. um, there will be people who will not go to a counselor who will yes. not seek help, but maybe just maybe if they read your book, they'll pick up a book, then they will find some hope.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kim, thank you so much for, uh, coming out here being in the studio. It's always a pleasure to be around you. I just, I get inspired every time we have a conversation and, uh, Kim, uh, I'm sure people, uh, They're probably begging me right now, just tell us where we can get this book. So where can people go to find more information about you and to purchase a copy of Fall Forward, a story of struggle, strength,
1: and true forgiveness? The website is www.rescuedbyhim.com. So it is R-E-S-C-U-E-D-B-Y-H-I-M.com. There you
0: go, ladies and gentlemen, Rescued By Him, dot com. Make sure you go there now. It's only available on her website. Go there now. RescuedByHim.com. dot com. Get yourself this this book. You may, you know. Here's something too, Kim. A lot of people, uh, maybe they're going through something right now, but they know somebody who's struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stuck in unforgiveness so I want to encourage you gift this book to somebody that you know uh, that needs to hear a story uh, of somebody taking that journey to find true forgiveness so go to their website rescuedbyhim.com get yourself a copy get a copy for somebody else and uh, fall forward love mm-hmm. it Kim love, love you, you thank you so much for being a part of the podcast you, today
1: Thank you, Adonis.
0: Hey guys, once again, it's always a pleasure to be joining you guys, and I'm sure you enjoyed my amazing guest. Author speaker Kim Harmon. Uh, don't forget, grab a copy of her brand new book Fall Forward. Once again, go to rescuedbyhim.com, and uh, I'm telling you, get ready uh, to dive into those pages. And I get once you once you read the first page, you're not going to put it down. Trust me, trust me. I've done it, and I could not put it down. And so you're going to dive right in, but it's going to take you on a journey uh, of of letting you see how somebody took those next steps to better days and finding forgiveness. Okay, guys. Once again, always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you once again for sharing this. Share this particular podcast with somebody. Post it. Reshare it. Uh, somebody you know that is struggling with unforgiveness, make sure they hear this podcast and uh, because it'll show them where they can go get the book, Fall Forward. Okay, guys? Always remember, it's never too late to make your next days your best days. You've been listening to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your Next Step coach, Adonis Lindsay. For additional resources or coaching, please visit adonislindsay.com.